Rudy Giuliani Show. Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani with the Rudy Giuliani Show, and we're uh, we're awaiting uh, the well, not, not the arrival, but the inspections being done by um, the prior president and the present president. That's kind of unusual, right? One one has gone uh, about as far off the coast, about as far off in Texas as you can get. Essentially, uh, Biden is in the Gulf of Mexico. And uh, probably, um, if, he, if we're not careful, and Jill doesn't watch him carefully, he'll go off to the beach, you know, like he does all the time, and sit there with his little chair and looking like a uh, an old man, uh, an old man. And uh, Brownsville, Brownsville doesn't get any um, much... Uh, illegal crossings. If you if you look on it on the map, you'd realize why it's it's sort of at the end. It, it's like a little narrow sliver of Mexico and a little narrow sliver of. It's right next to McAllen, and there ain't much going on there. But that's good that he's going there. We don't want, don't want him to be in shock. Um, he's going uh, and he's going to demonstrate his cognitive ability there by not falling. Uh, by not uh, uh, saying that he talked to dead people today and by uh, being aware of the fact that he's there um, to deal with immigration and not something else. So that's what we're going to get out of him. Meantime, Trump is going to go a little further, a little further um, west in Texas to a place that is one of the most active uh, uh, places in uh, Texas for illegals. It all over, right? Eagle Pass. Now it has been parts of it have been slowed down recently, although it's still pretty active. Because when we when um, when I was talking to some of the border patrol, when the border patrol people that was on my show, uh, they were saying that there parts of it are still very very active. The parts that they that they put the wire up, okay, but not the parts that they have it. And by the way, believe it or not. Although they went into the Supreme Court and or was the Supreme Court or someplace or other and got all these rulings that you know they could do anything they wanted to Texas and they haven't done anything. He still he still has his wire there, Abbott. This Abbott guy, I don't know. Maybe Trump should think about him for vice president too. He's a tough guy. Now we're going to put Dan Patrick on the show soon. Dan is the uh, uh, lieutenant governor of Texas. And Dan uh, maybe can talk a little more openly than uh, Greg Abbott can about what he thinks of um, and tell us the inside part of it. I mean, um, first of all, Dan is, you know, one of the five most loyal supporters of Donald J. Trump. Uh, he has been the lieutenant governor of Texas, I think, about eight years. And you should understand the lieutenant governor of Texas is almost as important to the state as the governor. He has independent powers. I don't know exactly what they are, but they have all these commissions that kind of run the state, and he runs some of the commissions. And like Florida also, he has to get like a vote of his committee for the things that he wants to do. So um, it's interesting, very, very interesting. So if you look at the map, you'll see that um, that Biden is basically out to sea, and uh, Trump is in Texas. In, in in Texas, in Eagle Pass, which is one of the most used, um, one of the most um, used entry points for illegals, 
uh, in the United States. So as usual, Trump goes where the action is and Biden goes into the basement. Uh, also, why not the contrast, right? So when that guy that used to be the president was president, we had uh, one of our best years uh, for the lowest amount of illegal immigration ever, ever, ever. After, after he had some bad years, you know, he had, it took him time. And I'm not going to say he did it like a boom, boom. If he did, it wouldn't be true. It took me three years to really reduce crime. I just steadily worked at it. So did he. He steadily worked at it. And by the third year, he had the lowest year. It's hard to say there's a year back about 25 years ago that about the same. Uh, and then it depends on what you count. But you can make the argument it was the lowest since they've been keeping the records or it's the second lowest. Who cares? Uh, in the four, 440s, 420, 440s, compared to comparing apples to apples, 3.2 million. Would you say that's a different world? Yeah. Yet once you get beyond a million, it's a different world. Very, very few presidents had a million coming in. He hasn't had a year without a million coming in. Uh, Trump's worst year was 800,000, for example. His best year was like 1.8 million, Biden. He set the record the first year he was president. This guy going to the border is a joke, really. This is, this is the reason for our border problem. Him. All of the executive orders that he canceled created it. Sixty percent of it happened when he did away with stay in Mexico. Mexico uh, stay in Mexico reduced illegals by 62 percent. Could be 67 percent. Uh, so j just in that alone, he created the problem. Um, now, I don't think, and we're going to ch check, I'm going to ask Dr. Maria to check on this, because she told me, but uh, now she's paying attention, I can see. <laughs> I'm going to have you come on a little bit, and we can take the break. Uh, uh, the the, the consoler-in-chief, who doesn't exist, actually, uh, since uh, Trump, uh, hasn't called the Riley family, has he? No. Yeah. Nor, nor does he really mention it. Notice that he did a thing on crime uh, yesterday. It's as if uh, it, you know what his thing on crime was. Let's control the police. We're going to reduce crime by putting more controls on the police. Yep, Joe, man, do you really want to get us all killed? I mean, by the time you finish, we could all be gone. I mean, we you you have started. Uh, an invasion of the United States, which you encouraged uh, from the time you were a candidate. Surge, 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 surge. Okay? Your, your little friend Adams happened to, you know, make New York a magnet by, by saying, we'll give you more than anybody else, including health insurance. Now, now he's, he's, tur he's, turned, he's, turned, um, he's turned around and he's saying uh, we should do away with, um, with sanctuary cities. Uh, but he's still giving out the, the free cre cre credit card. Now, you know, it could be that the free credit card, the thousand uh, grand a, a month on the MasterCard, this could be a scam rather than having anything to do with them. This could be for the benefit of the companies who are getting the deal. And then whatever happens in terms of, uh, let's say, extra money hanging around. Oh, gee, that couldn't happen. Now, the real question is, the exception may be when it doesn't happen. Remember, I ran that city, and I also was the prosecutor there uh, for uh, five years as U.S. attorney and six years as an assistant U.S. attorney. 
uh, the bad side hasn't changed very much. Not when you bring back the same Democrat crooks. Now, uh, the Democrat Party is not inherently evil. Uh, but when it's in control for 50 years, with very few exceptions, it, it is evil. And that's true of any place that has that kind of one-party control. And then I might amend the evil part uh, when you look at the genesis of the party and its uh, maniacal support for slavery in the 19th century and its support for segregation in the 20th. Maybe there is something evil about the Democrat Party. I'd quit. I'd quit. Even if I don't want to be a Republican, I'd quit right now, like I did. I quit when I realized how they encouraged, uh, how they, how they encouraged corruption in the programs that were meant for the poor and were stealing the money particularly the politicians in those areas. The Supreme Court, I guess, uh, I guess he had a big win there. Uh, taking the case alone is a win. Tough case. The immunity case is a tough case. Uh, may, may I be a picky, uh, picky young little lawyer for a second? I, I think they're making the wrong argument. They're making too broad an argument. I'll explain it to you later. I think they should make a narrower argument and have a much better chance of getting John Roberts. Uh, but in any case, uh, this is, uh, the Supreme Court didn't listen to, to, um, to the unethical prosecutor, uh, one of the worst in the United States who has the case, Smith, uh, and, and has been found to be by that very court. Uh, and they didn't take it for expedited uh, review. They're going to hear it at the end of April, which is, what, a month and a half from now? Which means they'll get it, they'll get the opinion done more likely than not, unless they get into real problems. By the end of June, ain't gonna be on for trial before the convention. And then you're gonna have the issue, do you try a nominated candidate for President of the United States, uh, on a bogus, crazy, politically instigated charge? Are we really that bad? But in any event, the court may also rule with him or narrowly rule with him. We'll explain that later, what we mean by that. And then he, then he went one for one in New York, uh, and he got the better one. Uh, uh, an appellate division justice rever uh, basically ignored Ingamoron and uh, said he's going to stay the uh, enforcement of the judgment because it's uh, he's going to give him plenty of time to figure out how he deals with the insurance for it including the possibility you don't have to get it all insured. Uh, and then an, an, uh, uh, an, I think it was a different justice who decided that it, but, it, but it's still going to be enforced. But, of course, you can't not enforce it. Uh, you can't conclude now that it can't be enforced because you have to go on appeal. So I'm not sure I understand the tactics of that particular. Uh, se seems like you brought that to lose. I don't know. Sorry. Don't get angry at me. I was a lawyer, and lawyers are notoriously picky about what's done right and what's done wrong. And uh, has uh, has Biden? I'm asking uh, Dr. Maria and Ted. Has Biden uh, shown up at his appointed place in Brownsville? Yeah, he has. Okay. Well, you're going to come on and exp and explain it to us. Uh, Trump, I take it, isn't at Eagle Pass yet. Not yet. It's an hour drive from the airport. Okay. Okay. Is Biden awake? Does he seem to be awake and aware? This is live coverage. I'm looking at him. It looks like it looks like uh, looks like he got pulled over for drunkenness by the state police. One of the most quiet places in Florida. Uh, oh, good. Well, we'll be we'll be back uh, very shortly. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani on the Red Apple. 
Podcast Network. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. Well, this is Rudy Giuliani back, and it is, appropriately, the Rudy Giuliani show. But uh, since they were in the background, my uh, chorus here, my Greek chorus, uh, I'm going to put one of them on, then the other later. So let's let's uh, do Dr. Maria here first. Glad to be with you, so, as always. <laughs> you've been watching this. You've been watching the dual coverage of the crew. Quite a difference in their reception, huh? It, it's difference in their reception and their demeanor. So President Biden is in Brownsville, who that has no activity ever. <laughs> anyway, it's not even that they had to clean it up. There's right, just really right. no activity there. But it was very scarce. Three Border Patrol they brought over to him, and um, two of them seemed reluctant to be there. Whatever was being said, President Biden called um, Mayorkas over. So, you know, they had a conversation. But it seemed like President Biden's demeanor is there, like, hey, good old buddy. He's... um, I don't know how to describe this on air that people will know what I'm talking about. He kind of, instead of giving a fist bump, he like did his fist to somebody's chest a couple times. Like he's there like good old buddies. But does, he, I, does he look uh, demented? A little demented? He looks he like he's there like he for asleep. fun. When I saw him, he looked like he was asleep. No, no. What I've seen, he's not asleep, but he, he looks like he's there for fun, well, yeah, for right a photo app. Uh, one person who did shake his hand, he kept, Biden kept that shake pose for multiple minutes in two a child was it no two other guards t- turned around and walked away um there was reports that many of the border patrol did not want president biden to visit on the other hand President Trump arrived in Del Rio an hour on the ground to get to Eagle Pass, which has been a big problem before uh, Governor Abbott put up that wire. But he's very serious. Trump's face is that of a serious man, very concerned versus Biden joking and, and shaking hands and like shucking jive. I, yeah, I mean, I got to tell you, it's really amazing because Biden's the guy who caused the problem. Yeah, he is well, the whole he problem. Realize the whole, the whole the problem. problem is the man that is right now in Brownsville, Texas. There but would people, be no problem. And the, and the whole solution to the problem is the guy in Eagle Pass. Yeah, and I don't know whether people lie to Biden and tell him it's not a problem or what. I, I don't know, but his demeanor on his face is laughing, joking. If um, President Trump is very serious, very controlled, he was greeted very respectfully. The National Guard stood to attention when yeah, he walked I, I, in the tent. Yep, yep. And he is getting briefed on, but it's a very serious demeanor versus a photo op by Biden. Well, here, here's the frustration, and I'll empathize. I mean, I've been with him many times when he's with law enforcement. First of all, he has a nat- natural empathy with law enforcement. Biden doesn't. He's been their enemy, you know, for years. I mean, just, just a speech the other day, we're going to solve crime by cracking down more on the police. Uh, so uh, no empathy. Number two, this is like I feel about the city. He solved the damn problem. Yeah. He was on the way to solving the damn problem. The, the thing is like 10 times worse than he left it. 
It must drive him crazy. The, the whole thing, even the part that I've been harping on for a few years, and that's the missing children oh, God. on America's Mayor Live. I've You've spoke, talked to him about it. Yes, I've spoke extensively about the 85,000 children that are missing. And President Trump, during his administration, would do rapid DNA. All the Border Patrol knew these men taking across these children were not their children. So President Trump would do a rapid DNA one of the many things that President no. Biden did without by executive order on day one and two of his administration was getting rid of that rapid DNA. And now we know Dr. Phil, another person talking about this, and, he, and I like it that Dr. Phil is doing this because I wanted to gain att- attention for these children to protect them. But who am I, right? I'm just this little nobody. And (laughs) seriously, no, I'm okay with that. But I wanted these children to be helped so badly. And people listen to Dr. Phil. The mainstream media seems to like him. He goes on The View. He said he witnessed these men bringing these children, very young children across. They would have phone numbers on them. And the guards would call that number. And the person would say, yes, I'm expecting little Billy. And off they go. And intelligently, Dr. Phil says, how do you know who, who, I mean, somebody else is writing these numbers on these children. How how do you know? Are you afraid they're going into sweatshops or even worse, sex trafficking? Uh, Do you have any fear of that? In every guard, Dr. Phil Asked that question, said 100%, we know they're going into sex trafficking, but we're told that's what we got to do. Dr. Phil said that. Dr. Phil said that. It's been wow. all over the news. And, and I, even wow. though it's a horrific story, I'm very, very happy about that. We'll be back very shortly. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And, you know, we had Todd Benzman on yesterday, and he wrote an article today uh, containing a couple of facts that uh, I, want, I want to impart to you because they're relevant to what the two presidents are looking at today. Uh, he, he, he said that both places get illegals, and of course Eagle Pass many more, but they both come in on bridges, and they're all completely illegal because many of them come in under this CBP program. I don't want to get into the details of that. I will at some point, but that's the program that he established, he and the liar Mayorkas established a while back, where they're going to cut down immigra- uh, illegal immigration because you apply outside the United States, you apply for um, for um, uh, well, I guess to come in, and you have to make a, you have to make a claim of asylum. Uh, so a lawyer can help you do this, and they were going to limit it to something like no more than X number per day, which is the same thing they tried to fool us with uh, recently, right? Well, it's become a disaster. It's just added a whole new group of about eight hundred thousand illegals to the mix that come in this way. None of them have valid claims. They all have claims that were written out by lawyers. Some of them, in certain places, it's like about 300 with the same exact language. And, uh, and this is the part that I think Dr. Maria will find interesting, because she noticed this a long time ago, when somebody said, I think uh, Biden said he was going to send troops there or something, or 
Yes. CBP, CBP officers on the bridges escort these inadmissible illegal aliens every single day across the border and into the United States. Yeah. When he first announced he was sending troops to help, I thought it was to keep illegals out. But no, it was to process more people and to escort more so, people in. This is why they hate him. This is right. why those, uh, I mean, these, these guys are honest law enforcement guys. You can't find guys that are more, you know, women and guys. I, I mean, I it was under my jurisdiction for a long time, all of immigration. These immigration people are, the, you know, salt of the earth kind of guys. And you ask them to break the law. They know they're breaking the law. Right. They're, they're, every single one of them is breaking the law every time they do that. In a large majority and so is the president. of these Border Patrol are Hispanic. So they're, they too, you know, so Biden administration can't call people racist who want us to have border security because the Hispanic Border Patrol want it done in a fashion where we are safe, where we're not letting in terrorists, fentanyl, sex traffickers. Actually, many, 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 many Americans think we should put a total 100% moratorium, not a number. When we when we find out who's in our country, 100%. then we can say we're going to limit Doctor, right. only 100 a day can get through or whatever. But until we know who is in our country right now, where all the Chinese nationals are, where are all the Venezuelans that were emptied from their jail, where the terrorists are, not one soul should be able to cross that border. Well, I would say that that's sensible, right? you got an emergency, you got a disaster, I don't know what you want to call it. We've never had this happen before. We've got uh, hundreds of thousands of people. Benzman uh, comes up with the number 10 million which corroborates uh, Mike Goodman's, uh, Michael Goodwin's number of yesterday of 10 million. I've never seen it at 10 million under Biden. Uh, If it's 8 million, that's absurd. Mm. And the worst part of it is we know very little about them. And some of them, about half, we know nothing about. Zero. And we have every indication that the Latin uh, 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 countries, particularly the ones with dictators and crooks running them, are emptying their prisons in America, and we see the and we see the consequences of it, with this beautiful young lady who was killed, that Trump, that Biden obviously has no empathy for. Yeah, M- young Miss Riley, a nursing student in Georgia, brutally, brutally kidnapped and murdered. Her skull disfigured, and the White House has never, or should I say more appropriately, the President of the United States has not even uttered her name, Kareen. Jean-Pierre did on Wednesday, but as far as our own president talking about the increase of violence towards our citizens, there's been multiple rapes, sexual assaults. Every day we're hearing about another one, multiple ones, every single day. And yet our president says nothing. That's like the mayor of Athens, Georgia. The guy's name is Kelly Gertz. And I think you have a cut on Mr. Gertz, who came out at a press conference to talk about young Miss Riley and her murder. Yeah, let's let's go to uh, number 22. Uh, and this is the mayor of Athens, uh, Georgia, the place where the uh, murder took place. Well, 2019 was not that long ago. You might remember the dynamic we were living in in the late teens in this country 
where you had the President of the United States speaking in the most vile terms about people who were foreign-born. And you had that notion metastasizing in places like Charlottesville. In the main, I caution against conflating immigration and crime. The data demonstrates that the two are not connected. Because the impact of federal immigration policy on localities has been under such consistent discussion in recent months, I do want to say a few words about this. It's my 18th year as a local government policymaker. And my work has overlapped with four U.S. presidencies. Well, can we and cut it off now? This is now, a, uh, this is now just a gratuitous, partisan, uh, Trump derangement syndrome, syndrome attack on the guy who solved the problem by yeah. the guy who created the problem, a guy who gets people murdered as, as his citizens yelled out at him. So here he is at a press conference about this young lady who was murdered by an illegal alien. And he says... He has the gall to say there is no correlation between the illegal alien in these murders. Like, I can't get over it. And you're right. He starts out bashing Trump. It had nothing to do with no, today. No, no, no. And he said it at approximately the same time Hunter Biden was saying, uh, I, uh, my, my father had nothing to do with my business. Except he took pictures, uh, you know, with his head up there uh, backside. Yeah, yeah, there's pictures, there's text messages. Why do these people lie? They just think we're going to say... No, they think oh, we're stupid. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's all... Well, they've gotten away with it forever, right, yeah. Rudy? Going back to uh, deplorables. We're all deplorables. Yeah. We're stupid. We didn't, we, didn't, uh, get, uh, you know, we didn't get the benefit of Marxist education like they did. Uh, we actually have morals. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, if we had a... Uh, uh, if we had a uh, if we found out that our child had a child uh, out of wedlock, we would embrace the child instead of throw the child off to the side and destroy it forever uh, with the ignoring of it. I mean, these are evil people, evil. I'm not. I, I, Greg, I see, is a little worried about using the word evil. I, I was listening to his show. Uh, I mean, Greg is not, I'm not criticizing Greg. Greg is the best there is. But, I mean, you know, he's a good guy, and he sometimes can be too kind. These people are evil. Biden is pure evil. I can't think of an American president in my lifetime that has cost life uh, as much as he has, needlessly. Not war, but just by his insane, idiotic, uh, corrupt decisions. Now let's listen to the candidate for the sheriff of Athens, Georgia. It's cut 19. It's cut 19. It'll show you this is, a, this is a policy for the county. This is in Georgia. This, is like, this might as well be in, in, in China or Russia. Go ahead. It is not my intention when elected like sheriff to cooperate with those detainers. I see it as the sheriff's responsibility, any law enforcement, to protect and serve the community. And that's everybody in the athens Park County community because this is the office that I'm running for. Uh, we can't help with the culture of fear in the community and expect the citizens to respond and help us in situations because the fact is that a lot of law enforcement is based around community support. Like I just said, building relationships is key. And if we're 
I guess, antagonizing people because they are, what, undocumented, underdocumented, then they built that fear in them, and they're not likely to come to us, not only when we need their help, but when they need our help. So that's not something we'll be doing. We won't be doing any type of roundups. We won't be uh, attributing to that culture of fear. We want people to respect the police, but we also want them to trust us. Well, let's get to the bottom of this now, because this is the biggest bunch of garbage that ever existed. First of all, this idea that you don't uh, cooperate with ICE is a crime. You don't get to decide whether you're going to cooperate with federal law enforcement when you're in government. Uh, You take an oath to enforce the laws of the United States and of your state. Uh, Does anybody pay attention to anything anymore? Are they all a bunch of poorly educated Ivy League idiots? If that guy uh, uniformly doesn't turn in illegal aliens, he's violating the law. It's not a policy. It's like saying uh, the mafia requires you to pay kickbacks if you, uh, if, if you want uh, sanitation services. That's not a law either. It's extortion. So I want you to think about this for a minute because it comes right back to New York. New York has the same policy. New York has a law that says you can't cooperate with ICE. The mayor has said to the city council, let's, let's do away with that. Good. Thank you, Adams. It took a little while for you to do it, two years, but I know you're a little slow. But you're on the right side now, so I shouldn't get picky. Adams, Adrian Adams, the head of the city council, says, go screw yourself. Mayor, stick it. Do you know he doesn't have to go to the city council? All he has to do is uh, turn him in. Because he'd be following, I don't know, they're so stupid, aren't they? He'd be following federal law. Have you ever heard of preemption? You probably have because it's used a lot now because it has a lot to do with those Trump cases. When federal law and state law conflict, in almost all cases, federal law is superior. Well, the federal law here is uh, got to turn in illegals. The state law says you don't have to. Strike out. Boop, boop. You don't have to go to the city council and get a change. You could go to uh, the, the U.S. attorney and ask uh, him to arrest the city council, but you don't have to do that. And if Adams had a pair of, blah, 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 he would do it. This is exactly what I said to Sid this morning. That's the biggest problem. Adams, big mouth, says the right things. Man, oh, man, he must be missing. You know why? I mean, this could be done tomorrow. Tomorrow, and the New York City Police Department would love to do it. You know what would be great for Mayor Adams to do? To humble himself. You know, when I would. Um, oh, impossible. When I would teach and mentor young executives, I would say it's okay to say you made a mistake. Because some people, leaderships, oh, you can never admit you, because they'll take advantage of your weakness. It is okay to say, you know what, I thought I was doing the right thing by encouraging illegals to to come here, and I realized I was breaking the law. I shouldn't break the law and go on from there. If he was to admit his mistakes, you know what, you, you see him in a different light. You see him more as a leader. But what is going on with uh, him and his relationship with the Biden administration? Remember when he got a couple of other mayors to go down to Washington? Oh, yeah, they, they, they searched his aide's home, and he came right back, and yeah. he did nothing. And they searched an aide uh, last night, another another 
search warrant. We'll have to got- look into it, whether it has to do with the federal investigation. Right. I mean, he's got two investigations going on. He's got a federal investigation, which I think is Biden-inspired, have no doubt about it. And he's got now a Bragg investigation. So Bragg can keep him keep his mouth shut, so he's got to kiss Bragg's backside. Uh, but uh, listen, listen. Uh, listen to Peter King on this guy, Sapraconi, who we brought to your attention a couple of days ago, because Sapraconi, who is the Republican nominee for the United States Senate, got a contribution in 2022, uh, gave a contribution to Letitia James, as she said, I'm going to do one thing alone as uh, Attorney General. I'm going to screw and destroy Donald J. Trump. He, he donated to her. They knew it, and they nominated her. He donated to a lot of other people, too, like uh, 32000 Swazi, uh, money to the guy who passed a bail uh, reform bill. He says it was before the guy passed the bill. He's lying his backside off. Now, uh, Peter King, let's go to number 20 here. I, I can tell you, finding out that he donated to Tish James, I don't see how national Republicans or others around the state can continue to support him. I think the right thing for him to do would be to uh, withdraw from the race. And if he doesn't, I would ask President Trump to ask him to withdraw. You know what? I, 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 I think so the state committee to... should get rid of him. And, and they can do that, Rudy? Of course they can. They you, nominated him. Can I say I have so much respect for Peter King? Because Peter King was endorsing this guy, helping this guy along, and then finds this out. Now, I could say, well, maybe he didn't. He was hopeful Letitia James was going to be a, a good AG. But as you pointed out, she told everybody early on when she was running, her main goal was to get Trump. It wasn't lowering the crime in New York. It was about get Trump. So he couldn't have been fooled in thinking she was going to he do something it. about crime. Did you hear me? He yeah. bought it. Yeah, he bought it. You, you think you think I don't know the background of all these? You don't think I know? The minute I smelled this guy, I knew he bought it. <laughs> he bought it. And and the state the state committee is a disaster. The state the state committee operates like uh well, it doesn't. It shouldn't be the state committee. We'll be back uh, uh, very shortly. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, uh, with the mayor's uh, final uh, thoughts. Uh, brought to you by Tunnel to Towers. Get your eleven dollars a month in, huh? To t2t.org and take care of our wounded, seriously, catastrophically wounded warriors, and take care of the families of those who lose their loved ones. Helping us, uh, Dr. Maria is still with me because I want to. I want to play uh, this cut from Fannie Willis because I do not understand why this didn't create a national uproar. Uh, play uh, twenty-one, please whole life when I took out a large amount of money on my first campaign I kept some of the cash of that like to tell you I just have cash in my house I don't have as much today well okay uh, play it one more time whole life when I took out a large amount of money on my first campaign I kept some of the cash okay of that. that's good like, did you get that I took out a whole lot of money on my first campaign now that's a crime dr. Maria that's a crime 
I mean, maybe there's an explanation for it. I've been trying to figure it out. I looked could, up the. Could she be saying, I took out a lot of money to put, even though she didn't say these words, could she have meant she took out a large amount of money to put into her oh, first campaign? She said she took out a lot. She was trying to explain why she has cash at home. So we should have played what was before it. Ah. They, they want to know. How do you have that this you know much cash? You know what we need to do? I don't know how you have that this much cash. Yeah. Well, I took it out of my campaign. We need to have those lawyers, including yours, get her back on the stand to question that. Because if she took money from campaign finance funds, that's an illegal activity. Well, well right now, I would, I would, I hope they've subpoenaed the campaign finance records. First of all, uh, you're not allowed to take cash out from your campaign for personal use. Right. You can't even take it out as a loan if it's a personal loan. But if you did take it out as a loan, it would have to be, it would have to be listed. Uh, in some way. I, well, first of all, I think the story is, it may not even be true. She may be accusing herself of one crime to get out of another. Not uncommon, uh, says Prosecutor Giuliani. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this is what happens, you know, when first uh, you start to deceive the web. You got to do another one and another one and another one. Uh, believe me, uh, cross-examination, which I was extremely good at, I might say, uh, does create that boy. You get them to tell, you can sometimes get them to tell four lies in a row. I've been so surprised. I haven't seen all of the testimony, but they've been playing clips. And when Fanny was on the stand, I found her very belligerent, hostile, which I was surprised. I would think she had more decorum as, as somebody in that high of a position, but she was very um, defiant. Even when the judge would tell her, to just answer the question, she would do her own thing. But they were ta- asking her questions about having no receipts for money that Wade Not a one. was given. Not a one. So she answered something like this. Well, it's just like having a friend. If a friend says, I owe him a G, I'm going to give him a G. So Wade said, hey, I, got a, I gave a, uh, used a G, so I gave him a G. Well, a G is a thousand dollars. Most people don't speak like that. Oh yeah, certain people do. But you, she, I don't know what. She, I don't know. It really turned me off, and I thought. You think we got a thorough going crook here? A crook, <laughs> somebody not respectful of her own position well, of the judge's maybe her court. Her brought her up that way. Even her behavior in the judge's court shows some respect to his court. Well, why? Uh, why would you think she would? I mean, her. her I don't uh, know. I guess I'm always hopeful, right? I mean, she's uh, she she uh, she uh, uh, deliberately indicted innocent people, including the person you're looking at right That's now. That's right. That that is she very knows wrong. I'm she and knows she I'm did innocent. it. She's another Letitia James. She went to Washington to do fundraising on, on before she even did the indictment. And after. And after. No, no. She she got paid to do it. Don't forget, make your contribution to T2T.org. $11 right now. T2T.org. Best organization in the United States or anywhere. God bless America.